Hello and welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast, a show where we talk to experts from the media industry about how journalists can do their jobs better. I'm your host, Jacob Granger. This is the first episode of 2022, and we're making a small change to the show this year. The podcast will be released fortnightly, so you can look forward to another episode in two weeks' time. To kick things off this year, we're talking about how to hit your goals, or more to the point, what stops us from keeping up our New Year's resolutions. Here to discuss this with me is Charlotte Armitage, a psychologist and psychotherapist specialising in the film and TV industry, particularly therapeutic services for on-screen contributors, production teams, journalists and social media influencers. We've been letting our hair down during the festive break, haven't we? But I'm sure many of you will still feel worn out by the last two years of this pandemic. Working from home, uncertainty within our lives and health, and not seeing our families. So, you could be excused for not feeling productive enough to start setting goals and targets for yourself. And if you're anything like me, New Year's resolutions don't last that long anyway. Maybe your goal this year is to find a new job, develop a better work routine while working from home, or simply just get out and exercise a bit more. Don't let this year be the year where you fail your goals at the first hurdle. Stay tuned for advice on how to bottle that motivation and see your ambitions through to the end. All of that's coming up after a quick word about the sponsor of today's episode. This journalism.co.uk podcast is supported by Memberful, which is the easiest way to sell memberships to your audience. You can monetize your fantastic newsletters through Memberful with no need to connect to a third-party email provider. Try it for free on memberful.com, where you can also take up pro and premium plans to really start cranking up and customising your membership offering. Charlotte, welcome to the Journalism.co.uk podcast and Happy New Year as well. Thank you so much for jumping on the show. Thank you for having me. At the start of this year, we'd like to set ourselves kind of a new way of um, opening up the conversation to our guests. I'd like to ask you, What's one little known fact about yourselves that you can share with our audience? Uh, I mean, there's lots of little known facts, but I would say um, that I also work as an actress <laughs> when 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 I can. Um, I find it really enjoyable and it's quite cathartic. Um, so I do that alongside my the rest of my life. Any interesting gigs of note? Uh, I did a series of radio plays last week, which was really interesting. I loved playing different characters, um, done some been in coronation street three or four times um yeah various things i think but um no i'm not that good (laughs) (laughs) so new year new me charlotte any new year's resolutions (laughs) Uh, do you know i'm just one of those people that loves to write a list uh i just every at the end of every year that week in between christmas and new year I really do like to put plans in place whether I achieve them or not Uh, you know there's a lot about manifesting around at the moment now I'm not definitely not going to talk about that but I believe that what that is is when you embed something into your unconscious the unconscious is the most powerful driving factor that any of us have and we ultimately seek that objective out so yes if you put together I think what people call it a vision board put that together then yes you're seeing it enough you have essentially you're goal driven aren't you you've got a goal you embed it into the unconscious and your unconscious will drive you personally if I don't have a goal in my mind for where I'm going or what my ultimate goals are 
I'm, I'm not sure what I'm doing things for. So personally, I like to be goal driven. And whether that goal is 10 years away, five years away, a month away, um, it's about having a site set on something and going for it. But that sort of embeds it into the unconscious. And what we're seeing is in the mainstream now is that people are doing this all the time. People are calling it manifesting where we create this vision board and we manifest. It's you doing it. It's you deciding what you want and be really believing in that. Um, embedding it into your unconscious and then you, you before you know it you're driven towards these things so for example last year I haven't done any acting for ages and I'm just using this as an example because we've talked about it I thought to myself I really want to start acting again next year and then I was just offered this series of radio plays didn't audition no idea how they got my details. So you, some may say it's the universe. It isn't. What it is, is that I went on my Spotlight profile, which is the main sort of software that's used in the acting industry. I updated my headshots. I updated my credits. So my CV is then, you know, up to date, visible. I expect that the casting director, the director did a Google search on people in my area or whatever. What's happened there is that my unconscious has said, yes, you want to get back into acting. You need to update your CV. You need to do this. That's been sat there. Someone searched me. But it is that case of, I, I'm aware of that because I think about my, you know, I think quite psychodynamically about a lot of things, that, about everything that I do. So I was aware of that. But I suppose you could sort of say, oh, I put it out to the universe. I wanted to be an actor and now it's come into me. But actually you've made the steps. If you, you're making those steps, small steps towards getting to where you want to go without even realising it, you know? Mm it's nice isn't it this this time of year in some ways it's nice to sort of hit the reset button um come at this new year with a clean slate feel like you can go and achieve new things but why do you why do people not hit their goals why do people fall through on their resolutions i think we put too much on this change and this turn of the new year i mean obviously there's huge celebration at midnight and whatnot it's another day at the end of the day yes it's a new year it's another day if we remove and lift off that time element it's just another day and i think what we're doing is expecting rapid change without any kind of fundamental groundwork being done so we're sort of saying from this minute here in this year to that minute there in that year somehow some miracles going to happen and things are going to change well they don't um and, and not without a lot of work on oneself does that actually change so i think that actually we, we place an almost omnipotent power into that concept of this turn of the new year um but that doesn't really exist you know it is a new year yes we have christmas we have the break we let our hair down children off school they go back to school that you know we have that break then we do have that new lease of life in the new year i certainly do feel that i have that new that lease of life but setting unrealistic expectations of yourself and it, the thing is with goals is it's a future isn't it it's a I am going to do this so it's always easy to imagine doing something the doing of something is much harder so setting goals needs to be achievable and realistic I think we all know that but we tend to set unrealistic targets or we tend to set goals for things that are hard for us so we don't set goals for things that were enjoyable because we're already doing them anyway so if we're setting a goal to say, right, I want to be going to the gym five times a week and you're a, a, a present, a sedentary person, it's a huge task and a huge mountain to climb. And that can feel absolutely overwhelming. And because it's something that you don't particularly enjoy already, it's too much to expect. Um, and I think that's the problem. And when it comes to down to actually doing it, we struggle 
Um, and the problem with goal setting is if you don't set realistic goals and if you don't set sort of little milestones in between that give you that kind of sense of achievement, that sense of um, satisfaction, that kind of that feeling of having being the agent of your own change, which is what you get when you achieve a small goal. If you don't have those in between, you become quite rapidly disheartened by the entire process and then you just give up and go, ah, oh, forget it. We can't disregard how tough the last few years have been on us. Many of us are coming into 2022 feeling stressed and fatigued, despite the festive break we've all enjoyed. Charlotte says that this has had a huge impact on our ability to set and achieve goals. Our goals must be aligned with how we feel and within the realms of possibility. It's easy to confuse goals with ideals like a far-off career objective or a perfect fitness routine, but that would be unfair on ourselves. Because of the pandemic and the stresses that has presented, our goals must be rooted in reality. We're catching up on not having that, that proper um, definition between work and home life. For the last two years, boundaries has been so significantly blurred and learning to turn to switch off um, it's a skill of working from home and living at home and being around people. Wow, it, it, it's intense, absolutely intense. It's strained our, our, our own mental health and well-being, our focus, our relationships. It's strained everything around us. Um, and we need time to recover from that because some people in the moment will go into um, that fight kind of mode where they just get on with it and they're, and they're working really hard. And it will catch up. Eventually, it will catch up. You, you've spoken a lot there about realistic and manageable goals. Um, so when we have something in mind that we want to achieve, what do you think is the right approach then afterwards? Do you need to scale back slightly or redefine it, um, better acknowledge what it is? What's what's the trick in, ter in terms of turning something that you want to do into something more realistic? So, so you break it down into chunks. So it's step by step. So it might be, I want to be able to run a 5K. So, but at the moment you don't do any exercise at all. So the first step there is start walking, you know, so you're breaking it into manageable goals. So you say, right, for the month of January, I'm going to walk three times a week, um, however long, a kilometre. And then, so it's, that is manageable, isn't it? If, you, if you're fairly sedentary, to walk a kilometre is a task, Um it depends on why you're sedentary, of course. So whether that's um, physical issues or whether that's mindset issue, um, depending on what it is. But let's say it's a mindset issue and everything else, you're fit and healthy. To walk a kilometre um, may be uh, psychologically challenging to get yourself to do it, but it's manageable from a physical perspective. So setting that goal is achievable. So even if you just did it for two times a week, but what you get then is this sense of satisfaction that you've actually done it. You have a positive reinforcement from that behavior that makes you feel good and it makes you want to continue with that behavior. So therefore you start to build on this upward trajectory. If you set yourself, I want to be running five days a week by the end of January, it's too much to expect. You're not going to do it. You're not going to achieve it. And then you're going to feel disheartened. It's going to have a negative impact on you. It's going to be counter and productive at the end of the day. So the key to setting uh, to achieving your goals is essentially be really realistic about what you can achieve within that time frame and don't overdo it. I really believe that listening to the gut instinct is it's absolutely fundamental to everything that we do because the gut instinct really is the unconscious telling us something and the unconscious is full of our lifetime's worth of learning 
our conscious brain can only hold so much information in it. So if we make decisions by that, it, you can make some decisions that way. But if the gut instinct saying something else, I'd listen to that. So the gut instinct's really powerful. I think that setting goals, listening to your gut instinct, that knows what you're able to achieve. Um, but you just have to um, really listen to that and tune into it. Yeah. And if we fail at the first hurdle, um, a lot of us can feel, well, I may as well give up now. I can't do it. What's the trick to kind of responding in that moment? Do you kind of scale back your goal a little bit or redefine it? Or how do you get back on the horse, basically? Oh, let's hope that you're setting your goals um, appropriately because then you won't fail at the first hurdle. That's what you, the first hurdle needs to be something easy. Mm. Your first goal has to be something that you will achieve. You, because you need to just get into the activity or whatever it is. So it needs to be something that's easily achievable. And then you can start to build upon that in further goals. If you do fall at the first hurdle, go back and reset and trust that you've got the tenacity and resilience to overcome that. If we're failing, we need to look at what is it within ourselves where we can't um, get back up and achieve that goal or we can't. Because I honestly believe that the key to positive and good mental health is there's a lot about positivity and mindfulness and all that kind of stuff and I think yes that's that's part of it but I think the key to good mental health is actually learning to tolerate life so tolerate difficulties because what I find with um positivity or the sort of idea of positivity and all these kind of positive behaviors etc is that we can sometimes use it to gloss over the things that are difficult in life and that is actually more unhelpful. So if normally if we're struggling to achieve our goals, there's something under there, underneath that kind of surface level of us that's holding us back. We need to go in, see what that is. What is it? What's stopping me achieving that? Why am I setting myself up to fail? So if I'm I'm so saying here, and most of us will know that goal setting is about you have an achievable goal, you break that down into smaller goals that are achievable. If you're setting yourself up for goals that are you're failing at the first hurdle. You have set yourself up to fail. Why have you done that? That's quite self-sabotaging if you're doing that. So it's actually about working out why you're doing it. Is it that you never really wanted to achieve that goal anyway? You know, who's making you do it? Are you making you do it? Is your partner saying to do it? Your parent, your friend, whoever, your doctor. You can set yourself up in a way that's kind to yourself where you say, I'm going to allow myself to hit these two first goals quite easily uh, because I need to feel good about myself and I need to feel that I'm doing something positive. And then I will make it slightly harder in increments. If you're going, trying to set something that's so far removed from where you are now that's you're expecting too much of yourself you've been too hard on yourself there you need to be kind to yourself and set goals that are manageable that's important yeah i think there's a couple of layers to that which are super interesting one is just having the vision to see that you can achieve what you, you like you can see the path in front of you that's kind of the first one but although i don't want this to sound too basic but like you kind of really have to want to hit that goal if that makes sense like if you're just doing it because you feel like you you have to do it on some professional or personal level or you have to do it because you are being told you need to you're being forced to do it if you want to hit your goals there has to be some personal drive there in order to get started is that have i summarized that okay absolutely that internal drive has to be um there to do it that drive has to come from within you and I think that if that drive is there, that you'll get there. You will get there. You will work away getting there. If it isn't there, you may think it's there on one level. But if you're setting, if you're failing at the first hurdle, that would suggest to me that the drive isn't really there, um, or you are doing it in a way that is quite um, 
unkind, I suppose, is the simplest way of putting it. An unkind sort of manner to yourself. Because what you've got to think is, would I expect anybody else to do this? Mm. So would I sort of say to somebody else, if I was coaching them, would I say, right, by next week, you should be running a 5K? If at the moment they're just not on the sofa, no, you wouldn't expect anyone to do that. So if you're doing that to yourself, you're being too hard on yourself. And some people are like that. Some people are way too hard on themselves and they will pull themselves apart at every single step. And they'll they'll be, you know, those types of people who are perfectionists who who will absolutely scrutinize everything that they do, pick it apart, focus on the negative things. And it, that may um, present a challenge when when they're trying to achieve um, certain goals. Is that? healthy unhealthy no it's unhealthy yeah of course it's unhealthy understanding where that comes from is really important because you know it may be that um growing up that love was given um based on grades for example so uh, rewards were given or you were shown um you know you were it was love was conditional on perfectionism and that might be through sports it might be through, through gaze it could be through through anything but then you learn that actually to be accepted and to be wanted um in life and to be kind of um to for me to accept myself i must be perfect and so that that becomes quite an internalized process um but it's so deeply buried that we don't necessarily know where it's come from but it will have come from our early years and i'm not saying you know and i, and I just want to sort of caveat that and say that that isn't necessarily a criticism of the parenting because we're all um, affected, I suppose, by our upbringing. So in one way or another, for better or worse, we are. Um, and sometimes parents can have the best will in the world and want to do the best for their children. But it can result in that child becoming um, a highly anxious perfectionist. It can result in them becoming all sorts of things. Um, but um, understanding where it comes from, understanding why you're behaving in a certain way. Um, and understanding the impact that that's having on you and how it's getting in the way of you moving forward in your life is um, it is necessary sometimes and it's a very helpful thing to consider. How do you climb down from that position and stop self-sabotaging, stop you know, self-criticising you to the point um, when you can't see the woods for the trees? You know, you could go really basic with this and talk about sort of cognitive behavioural techniques. But honestly, the, the key to ripping this out at the root is to work out where it's coming from. When you develop that level of self-awareness where you understand where these behaviours derive from. So whether, why? And it will be from something early on. And most of us will have, a you know, some sort of vague idea. But when you work out, you know, you, you essentially go in at the root and zap it there. Um, and you say, oh, OK, that, that's why I do that. Once you understand it, then, then you've got power over it and then you can control it better. It's when it's controlling you is when you don't understand where it's coming from, if that makes sense. Where, where's the line between, you know, self-help and actually professional help here? Yeah, I mean, I would say you'd probably need guided help for it because I think, and I don't mean like a guided meditation, I mean kind of more sort of deeper analysis type of work. But you can do this yourself by being, um, you know, at the end of the day, even when you have analysis, I mean, some, some people would have analysis five times a week, three times a week, once a week. Um, even if you're doing that, there's still the work that's done in between. So you can do a lot by being um, introspective. And by questioning things and by thinking, why do I do that? Or, you know, something that's interesting is looking at, does anyone else around me do this? And thinking, who else does that around me? And more often than not, you'll be able to see those traits in your immediate family or your primary caregivers, the people who raised you. 
But where does this tie into goal setting, you might be asking? Because it's linked to this idea of understanding yourself, what drives you, what matters to you, and what we fundamentally need to get by day to day. The point here is to listen to that voice inside you telling you what to focus on. Ultimately, if we're needing to set goals, it's because we're not achieving these things. And normally those goals are related to, let's face it, very primitive behaviours such as eating. So maybe we're overeating, maybe we're not moving enough. But these are things that are just fairly basic human behaviours. What about what about our professional goals? Career-wise, job-wise, in that setting, how is that linked to a primal mindset? Because ultimately, I think we're all, what are we all working for? sustainability and survival exactly so it still comes back to survival which is primitive isn't it but 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 like in in terms of like a having a career that is built on you know reputation prestige experience that kind of thing setting those goals how does that come down to a basic need it comes down to our ego doesn't it and fulfilling that why do we need to have prestige why do we need to be um, recognized for our work why do we need to be valued by other people why do we need to have this huge income why do we need to buy a big car and a big house it comes down to ultimately something very internal and where that comes from is it's quite deep but you know I think um, it's about uh, our self-worth how much we value external things it, that's definitely not a criticism of it because you know I, I personally work in, incredibly hard and I do value having those you know nice things around me and, and being successful in my career as well um, but I could also link that to sort of my, how I how I value myself it, goals are so um, where are they coming from why what's influencing them is it us is it the external world um, and what's getting in our way of getting towards those goals is there a right or wrong answer there? Like, does it matter where the goals are coming from so long as we want or need to achieve them? No, it really doesn't. And what helps us to get there is understanding where they're coming from. Nothing is ever right or wrong. I mean, apart from obviously the obvious things which are wrong, but, you know, that really within ourselves and who we are. Um, and I find this a lot when I'm doing therapy with people is that they think, you know, when they start learning about themselves and they sort of... Um, may feel um angry i mean that's quite common uh, angry about certain things in their past um which they didn't realize at the time and they realize it through therapy and i think that's quite common but actually it's just there's no sort of like perfect anything um and it's just about understanding oh right that wasn't perfect in my life or my upbringing that's not perfect in my life now but that's okay these things are good it's that weighing that balance and having that sort of connection and understanding of yourself your world around you the relationships you keep around you why you keep those relationships why you behave in a certain way why you want certain things and what's stopping you once you know all these things about yourself that can be really quite powerful but I you know I really appreciate that what we're talking about here is it's actually quite huge and it really is you know we're talking about goal setting here and so to, to understand all of those things about yourself it's just a huge task to do and it takes a long time to do but it's um, a journey that everyone can kind of go on and start you know going on by just being I suppose more present and more mindful with themselves the one thing this is really making me think about is when you know anytime we set goals could be the start of the year could be in the middle of the year could be the 10th of January it doesn't really matter mm. where are we plucking those ideas from and why do we want to chase them and um understanding that how does that help us actually continually work towards them so that they don't fall away 
is is that really kind of the trick like if you've got this you know you know where you're going you know why it matters to you is that part of the reason why you're then able to to follow through on those goals and and you keep working on them yeah because you've got power over 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 that end goal so you're you've got more autonomy there Mm. um i think that when we need to know why we need we need to know why we're doing things and for something that's ex- we're expecting a behavioral change yeah we need to understand where that behavioral change is coming from so uh, and why it's where it's going ultimately if we're expecting a behavioral change it means that that behavior is not being exhibited at the moment yeah and there's a reason why it's not being exhibited and conversely then setting random goals for yourself without much knowledge of why they matter to you or where you're going with them you know if you if you fail with them you can just easily then from that position say well it doesn't really matter uh yes and but i i would argue that nobody's ever going to set a random goal because even if you think it's random it's not hmm. explain that please well freud would say that um there's no such thing as as you know an accident as in you know no one's ever doing things by accident that there's some on somewhere and on some level we're doing things on purpose so even if we're not conscious like you like you updating your work profile thing for your for your acting yeah if i didn't think the way that i think i would have gone oh wow i put that out to the universe and then it's come into me without realizing two months ago i'd completely updated my spotlight profile because at that moment i'd felt driven for this so yes i think ultimately if you set a goal here it's completely random it's it, it it won't be it'll be a case of I want to say I've achieved something that's completely random, even on that superficial level. But it isn't because you've done it because you want to say that you've done something random. So it's coming from somewhere because you want someone to say, oh, wow, isn't that really like unique or or whatever? So it's going to come from somewhere um, is, is your goal setting. And there's always a motivation is my point is there's always a motivation somewhere for our actions and behaviours. They don't just come out of nowhere. Whether we're aware of where they come from or not, there is absolutely, 100%, always a motivation somewhere. Do you think just lean into the ideas that come into you then, that that occur to you? Yes, trust your unconscious. Those things that just pop into your brain are your unconscious telling you something. Just go with it. Then how do you keep them up? Then this is the, I think this is the part we haven't spoken much about. Then how do we like bottle that motivation keep running with it make sure we don't you know fall through on our whatever our ambitions are okay so i suppose this is really really simple stuff and i mean this is in the literature as well um and even all all the research um around goal setting is very much about goal orientated practices it's about having you know again i feel just very simplistic saying it but it's about having the long-term goal and then breaking that down into small manageable chunks. Don't set unachievable targets and make the the goals part of your lifestyle as well. So if you say, right, you know, and I find this a lot in the acting industry, people say in a year, if I haven't made it, then I'm going to leave. And I always have to say, you have to view it differently because working as a performer is a lifelong job. So you imagine that you're doing it until you're 95 years old. And as the work comes in, you do it and you mix that with your other career. And if you are lucky enough to land a lead role in something or make a, a career out of being a performer, then great, go off and do it. But is, you, you set yourself up to fail if you think that you can achieve something so huge within one year. Uh, 
And it's the same with any kind of goal setting. It's about lifestyle. It's about integrating things into lifestyle. So it's sort of saying, right, okay, I want to be able to run a 5K. Great, we'll set that for sort of six months time. And if you achieve it before then, fantastic. Depends on what position you're in now, doesn't it? Um, but if you do that in six it, it, before then, great. But if you take six months, you still achieve that goal. So it needs to, you need to be setting yourself up to win. Mm. The, the the reason for integrating into your lifestyle is that because it then slots more seamlessly into your life basically or just that it's less of a tangent to sort of work it into your schedule or you know why does it need to be so you know slotted into your lifestyle because if it causes too much disruption you can't give yourself enough time to do it yeah you know so if you're sort of saying oh well i i have to have lost a stone by the end of the month uh, and I'm going to do it by going to the gym. It's just not sustainable. You can't maintain that. So it needs to be something that slowly you integrate into your life so it becomes part of your world. Goals are achieved through tenacity. Um, they're achieved through setting sustainable actions. They're not achieve, achieved by sort of going, you know, full steam ahead um, like a bullet a gate. Bullet a gate, I like that. <laughs> they're not you know if, if you're doing that you, you, it's um it's it's a it's, it's this short sharp burst but nothing in life is sustainable when it's that intense it's about balance every you know we know this life is all about balance but it's about really truly understanding that what, what if what if your goal is something that scares you you slowly work towards it this is absolutely the basics of cognitive behavioral therapy is helping people achieve something that is frightening for them. And this is the basics of goal setting comes from cognitive behavioral techniques. You take the object of fear or the object of what you desire and then you take you step towards it. And I've done so much work on this with social anxiety as a result of the pandemic. People are fearful of being in social situations. And it is about taking that ultimate objective of whether that's been in the office four days a week from if people are fe fearful of leaving the house and trying to get there. You take whatever that object is that scares you and you slowly work towards it. Say you're scared of spiders and you want to be able to hold a spider. You start by looking at pictures of spiders. OK, so you desensitize yourself to that first. And once you become desensitized to that spider, so it's a different kind of, it's the same process on the surface, but what you're doing is um, rather than building up, um, I suppose, uh, tolerance to something, which maybe with exercise, it's building up kind of tolerance to doing exercise or building yourself up. What you're doing is you're desensitizing yourself. So I suppose actually you are building up tolerance towards to, to that thing. So spiders, let's take that. You start looking at pictures of spiders until they are not um, distressing for you anymore yeah is that under a time frame specifically or just whenever you feel comfortable no just it's got to be it's got to be until it feels comfortable enough and then you move on to if you again if you set it right I, i'm going to do this this week and then that next week which is you know one of my so criticisms really of cognitive behavioral therapy is just how structured it is i think it's just limiting um when it comes to the therapeutic process however for some people it's the only therapy that will work for them because they can't sort of go into that unconscious realm uh, for whatever reason maybe they've had too much trauma and, and it's too painful for them but um, if we're looking at so phobia CBT is probably one of the most helpful techniques um, but you do need to look at where the phobia comes from as well I would say but listen to that gut instinct you will know when you're ready to move on to the next step you can set the steps yourself but don't put the time frame on. But I'd say that you need to be revisiting it every week to see where you're at. So saying, 
am I ready or do I feel that I might need one more week? Wrap it up with you then, Charlotte. When we feel like we've hit our goal, when we feel like we've finished, what next? Is that the next one? (laughs) It it depends, (laughs) doesn't it? I mean, it depends what that goal is and it depends why you set it. And uh, if if that's what you wanted to achieve and you've achieved it, then you celebrate that, reward yourself and enjoy it. Um, You know, if you're one of these people that always needs to be moving on to the next goals, you may want to have a look at why that is. or you may just be happy moving on to the next. But, you know, I think as well, if we're realistic about with our expectations in goal setting, don't expect it to be linear. It isn't going to be this upward trajectory. It's going to be up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. It's going to be challenging. There'll be setbacks and prepare yourself for that. Prepare yourself for those setbacks. We all have the capacity within ourselves to achieve anything we want to. And I think that we may have been taught limiting factors. Um oh, I I can't do this. I'm not from that background. I haven't got those skills. I haven't got that. I think we can all achieve anything, even if someone who is, um, you know, maybe, oh, I'm not very mathematical. I believe they probably could be a mathematician. It's all about learning at a certain pace. It's, I think the brain can do anything that we um, train it to do ultimately. So I think that we can all achieve our goals. And the only thing getting in the way of those goals is ourselves. Charlotte, you've been a wonderful guest of ours. Uh, Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and sharing all of your insights and expertise. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So great to talk to Charlotte there. And I hope you feel motivated to hit your goals this year or indeed whenever you'd like to set them. A special thanks to the Headline Networks for putting Charlotte on my radar to chat. If you're looking to attend some mental health workshops this year, be sure to look out for the sessions that the Headlines Network will be organising this coming year. My takeaways for this episode are to set a long-term goal based on things you genuinely want to manifest in your life and can see the path to achieve. Embrace the gut feelings that come to you. Break that goal down into shorter-term goals, which are super easy to achieve from the get-go. That will help you feel in control of your journey and will give you the morale boost to keep going. If you fail at the first hurdle, you can get back on the horse by making the goal easier for yourself and try the next day. Don't worry about keeping to a time schedule. Remember, we are changing the frequency of our podcast from weekly to fortnightly, so you can look forward to another episode in two weeks' time. Next up, we will be talking to Ollie Dugmore from Joe Media about the pros and cons of virtual signalling on social platforms. If you like what you heard, you can check out all the rest of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify and Apple Podcasts by searching and subscribing to the journalism.co.uk podcast. If you want to get in touch or feature on the show, you can also drop me an email on jacob at journalism.co.uk. But that's all we have time for today. I've been your host, Jacob Granger. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.